subs at 13. That, that was nice. Off to a good start today. Uh, we got some fun stuff to talk about. The NBA playoffs. Teams are slowly dwindling down. We've uh, seen three eliminated now. So Sam wanted to talk about Pat Bev. Yeah, I'm, I'm a huge Pat Bev fan, as you guys know. Um, and I was actually... I, I I thought like the Rockets were playing really well when when he's been on the court and he's also he's been like flexing to the crowd he's been he's had all the antics this series but I did some more digging and it actually seems like they're not playing better with him on the court at all I mean they're they're slightly better or they're they're, they're slightly better on offense um, when he's on the court but they are actually hold on am I on the right thing right now yeah. But opponents are are scoring 109.7 points per 100 possessions when he's off the court, and 108.7 when he's on the court. So right, he's well, actually been pretty much. But he has a function. He has a function on the court. His function on the court is guard Russell Westbrook. Yeah. yeah no, no, the no, reason no. they're probably better with him off the off the court is because when he's off the court, and Russell Westbrook's been off the court too. And yeah. All, like, and he's playing more healthy. They're they're playing more healthy. No, I understand that. But another thing is that opponent like opponents are shooting better than, than usual against him. So. In, in the five playoff games, uh, like six feet and under, they're shooting 11% better. Less than 10 feet, they're shooting 18% better. And even on, even on like just all two pointers, people are shooting 4.3% better. So I, you, those are those are interesting stats, Sam. But like the the fa- what, what I have to say about that is just is that there's a narrative behind that. The narrative behind what's that. What's the narrative? Is, is that he was guarding Russell Westbrook? Right, but pretty, right, right. So that means good job on. Right, but that means that Westbrook is shooting better against Beverly than he usually does. He shot like what was the stat? Did he was like seven for twenty-seven with with uh, yeah, he shot that was in that game. That was in that game, right? Yeah. Sure. Oh right, but I'm saying overall, people are still shooting better than him on the series. That, that's all I'm saying. I think the main, the obvious main narrative of the series is the supporting cast of the Thunder. And while I believe talent-wise, the Thunder and Rockets supporting cast are equal, the Rockets supporting cast was clearly more prepared to support Harden because. I, how much he relied on them in the regular season versus Westbrook chasing stats in the regular season instead of ena- giving his teammates more opportunities, enabling them to be more prepared for the situation at hand. When obviously teams in the playoffs were going to focus their defense on stopping Russell Westbrook, and it was going to happen over a seven-game series where he wasn't going to be able to carry them. Seven, carrying carrying them four times in a seven-game series against the same team was just. I mean, an unrealistic did, did, expectation. Did, did, did you think they were going to change their whole game plan? Like in the, in no, the no. I'm saying, I'm saying over the course of the regular season, they should have better prepared their their supporting cast by like giving them more prominent roles. And then as you get to the playoffs, yes, Russell Westbrook would carry a slightly greater load, but when he'd be off the court, yeah, the supporting cast would the, be more prepared. Then that question is like a chicken or the egg thing. Like, <coughs> is the reason that they didn't they didn't uh, get more whatever like get more shots, get more. Uh, responsibility during the regular season is because they're not suited for that, or is it because like that was a problem with the coaching or with Westbrook or something like that? I think it was a problem with the coaching and with Westbrook. I I think it was a pro it was a problem. Um, I think that Harden's I saw that Harden's supporting house is just way better for him than Westbrook was for him. For him, that's just what it was. And Harden had Harden had had the coach a year had the perfect coach for him. He had the perfect supporting cast for him to do what he did. Yes, it was incredible. And and I'm on. I'm a, I like honestly, I'm on the train for him to be the MVP. I, I, I you're you're for hard MVP. I, I'm I'm on hard MVP now. So like, but, but, but like no, but wait, like, wait, no, the, the, this shouldn't sway your MVP. Opinion. No, I, 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 I was, I said this before the season ended, because, 
Just just because like uh, uh you both flip flopped. No, I, it's not it's not a flip flop. I, I said the whole season I was very conflicted. The fact was that the U.S. went so hard. No, for... you 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 said if Westbrook averages a triple double, he's your MVP. He has to, Westbrook has to win the MVP. He's not the best player in the league, but he has to win the MVP because Why? he averages a, tri- a triple double. But he wasn't the most valuable player. The fact that he, he he's more valuable to OKC yes, than anybody to any team. Yes, he is. He did everything for them. That's he did literally true. everything. That's not. He true. He literally did everything for that That's team. That's not true. The, the, the but who, the thing, the, who I, did something for the team besides Westbrook? All right, just because he got ten rebounds versus eight doesn't mean he was more valuable for his team. No, I'm, I'm saying it's, that I'm saying that if just he's not, he, I'm he, saying that if he's not operating, the the OKC is not operating. Whereas if if Harden's not operating. The, the, the Rockets as a whole can Yeah, because the Rockets are score. But the Thunder are much better inside. They're much better rebounding. They're much better but in, on that end. In today's NBA, NBA, though, like, with, with your best player being, they'd be a Brooklyn Nets-esque team without Russ. Simple, simple, can, simple as that. Can I tell you why I don't buy your two-rebound argument? Okay, first of all, if two rebounds is just with two rebounds a game or whatever, then why is only then why is only one other person done it in league history? And no. for Westbrook, two two defense. Okay, I'm obviously I'm, uh, the majority of his rebounds were defensive. Two uh, two defensive rebounds for Westbrook are actually more valuable than two defensive rebounds for other people because he grabs the ball and put and is like a one man fast break. Okay, but the reason the two rebound argument for me is if Russell if it was Russell Westbrook versus. All right, Steph Curry. Last, let's say last year, Steph Curry MVP. Case. I would take Steph Curry. All right, I would take Steph Curry too. But the argument would be completely different for me because Russell Westbrook averaged way more rebounds and way more assists than Steph Curry did last year. Where this year, Harden was right there scoring wise. Harden was right there. Was better assist wise. Harden was more efficient. And but the only reason everyone's like Westbrook over Harden is because Harden was two rebounds less than Westbrook. Are you saying those two rebounds? That Westbrook got are more important than. Like, I'm saying those two rebounds are clearly no, are very they hard more, to get because no more, guards have not done that. Yes or no? Ever. Yes or no? Are they more important for what Westbrook needed? Like, were they more important to the Thunder than what Harden did for his team? Like, are those two rebounds really that impactful? Did, okay. Did, do you do you think that you didn't, you didn't answer yes or no? I'm not saying Harden. I'm not saying Harden is a. I'm not saying Harden is a worse player than. I'm not saying he is either. I'm not saying either one's better. I'm saying the fact that Westbrook has done something that has not been done in the modern NBA. He deserves the MVP. That, that's what I'm saying. And okay, he definitely deserves recognition, but that's not the def- if your definition of most valuable players who put up the greatest stats. Then no, I think Harden was way more valuable to his team than Westbrook is. Westbrook's team was expected to no, be better I, in the preseason. I, 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 I also disagree with that. All right. So what? What, what I have to say? What I have to say about what you just said is that like, is that if I, I don't even mean by valuable to your team in that if Russ was taking off OKC, they'd be way worse than the Rockets. Yes. But they're already the right. They're already like, like they both like. But, no, but you're saying their benches are equal talent wise. I say so talent wise, but the Rockets team fits better together than the the Thunder. Okay, team. so that that supports our argument that that, that, that like Westbrook is a is a uh, no. But I also a, think as a more important role as team. I also think those players. Don't I also think well Harden maxed out his team's capabilities, and Westbrook's team could have been better if they changed how they played. I really yeah. How, uh, like, I, by change how they play, like what, like I, I get feature Oladipo more, feature like Hannah more, or whatever. I, I don't know, know, maybe play as a team. Have you ever no, heard like, of that concept? Like, who, who's who's gonna have like making plays for them? It's it's, it's not gonna, making plays for them. It's it not playing as a play. team. It is making plays because none of them can, like a Breen's Roberson, uh, uh, like Taj Gibson, uh, Adams, like ever pretty much everyone besides like uh, Russ Oladipo and Canner. Are like are like guys that either stand there and catch and shoot threes, 
or very defense heavy guys. And, and like, and like, and there's not enough of a, there's not enough shoot. I, I just don't think there's enough shooting to like. To, no, because every team just could crowd Westbrook. Yeah, the, all times. I mean the, the 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 Thunder do have no shooting at all. Like what Westbrook took seven and a half threes a game. Don't, don't you think that's a little absurd? Yes, but it's it's a it's a function of the team he's playing on. They don't have any good shooters. Their best shooter is Anthony Morrow, who is not capable of doing uh, anything else. McDermott now, he, but yeah. Whatever. I mean, McDermott is also a like literally, an, uh, he's still a net negative overall, probably. Yes, that's not, that's not wrong. Oh yeah, I, I, think, I, 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 I think if you put Harden on the Thunder, they'd be a better, they'd be, a better, they'd be like the same. And if you put Westbrook on the Rockets, they'd be way worse. Right, Harden would have won the MVP if he was on the Thunder, but he's not. Like a, a lot. Of, like what team he plays on as a Harden big, was more Harden maxed out his team's capabilities more than Westbrook did in my opinion, and we're clearly just going to disagree. Because on his it. team is built better. We're done. We're done with this topic. We got to do something else. We, got, we really got to move on. This is this is this is to quote to quote my favorite Colin Coward. Our re- rebounds are really that important for guards. It's like measuring a forty. All right, no, no, no. You're not, you're you're not, we're, not letting, we're, not, we're not letting you get the last word in. Yeah, yeah, yeah I am. All right, no, next not. topic. No, you're not. You next topic. What do you? All right, I want to talk about John Wall. All right, I think John Wall might be the best player. In the NBA right now, like just, just the way he's been playing this playoffs, seriously. Well, what? LeBron took his head hey. back from twenty five down, just like easily. All I'm saying is like without Kyrie or the, like yeah, John Wall's averaging thirty and ten and shooting fifty eight percent from three right now in the playoffs. Dude, you you just look at the like. I, I, Are, have you been watching the Wizards play? Yes. I, I miss. And John Wall has been incredible. No, I don't get me wrong. He has been incredible, but he's LeBron's been better. No, okay, fine, but okay, so maybe besides LeBron, but okay, Durant, anyone else? Not Durant. Um, like, I don't think anyone else. Steph's been, been in, in the playoffs. Do you think he's been better than, than John Wall? Yes. I don't know. I mean, I, also, John Wall's been Steph, like John Wall's been absolutely just carrying carrying his team. No, I, I agree. I mean, Brad, no, Brad Beal's been playing very very well. No, but John Wall's but John Wall's been yeah. Sick. No, Gortat's been. They know they've all been playing well. Except Porter hasn't been playing very well. <coughs> no, um, Gortat's been terrible. But. uh... Yeah, like Gortat hasn't been good. John Wall, John Wall, is, I mean, he's been fantastic. There's, there's no, there's no. Doubt is that, about. is that the point you wanted to make that he's been the, the best? I don't know. I was just curious what you had it's thought. Like, like, it's I, like, I don't think anyone's been. That's like kind of a moot point that just like it's hard to argue otherwise. What do you mean? Except for saying. So you agree I, that he's I, been the best just, player in the playoffs? No, I, just, I just said LeBron. You kind of conceded that, and then I was, and then it just like kind of ended. No, I didn't, I didn't. I didn't concede that. I'm saying like, I mean, I, all right. You can make a, right. you can make an argument. But. All right. How do you how do you like where did where do you see John Wall be better than LeBron? Like, like, just look at the story. Look at the, look at all of the stats. Bro. Just look at, just watch, look at the games. LeBron's been out of, like in four games. He's just out of control. Yeah, I mean, but I also think that the. Uh, Should play. I, I, I think the Wizards have a tougher series. Okay, but like, so. I think like the, the the Pacers like, I mean, are they that good? Like, should, no, uh, yeah, should, so. should, should LeBron have needed to? Did LeBron James take take team back in twenty five? So wait, that brings up another team. thing. Are you like, the, are the, are you worried about the Cavs? I mean, I'm I am worried about the Cavs. I'm very worried about. Like, the Cavs. if I was the Cavs, I wouldn't want to play the Wizards. I mean, the Cavs can't guard anyone. Right, as I'm saying. So, what, have they, what are they going to do with Wall and Beal? I mean, they're going to outsc- they're going to outscore them and win in probably five or six. I don't know. Yeah, they are. They're going to outscore them. If you you're saying, do you want to make a, a prediction right now on on recording that the Wizards beat the Cavs? Because like, it, I mean, it's not like it's not the worst I, prediction. I really, like, like, it's not. My, my, my heart is telling me that the. First of all, I want to say at the beginning, I think, wait, who did you guys predict to win the East at the beginning? Cavs. I think I, I, I said, like, I kind of wanted to pick Toronto. 
That was I'm completely wrong. I was completely wrong on that. I mean, I think we all were pretty high on Toronto. I, I just feel like I just feel like Cleveland is primed to slip up and lose. But at the same time, Milwaukee's like a bad matchup for everyone because of their length and athleticism, and Toronto is the kind of team that like they're two scoring guard like. DeRozan's not undersized, but he's undersized relative to who he's going against, and Lowry's very undersized relative to who he's going against. It's making him have a really tough time on offense, but they're 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 taking they've taken control of the series. They're up three two, obviously. Yeah. But the beginning of the series show that they're um, one thing is like very. I, I think this year's playoffs have been way more interesting than like pretty much ever because usually the usually playoff matches well, pretty first much round, ever. dude. First pretty round, pretty much ever. First round, think about okay. When have they been okay? First of all, Bulls Celtics, like the, the, this is a pretty compelling series for a one eight seed. The la- Jazz I, Clippers, that, that that that's a compelling series. I, I, I can I can name a playoffs in the last three. In the years first round, in the first round, twenty fourteen. Yeah, easy. Yeah, I was I was so that's such an easy answer. Portland Houston. That's Portland Houston. Uh, Spurs six, Mavs. Uh, that went to seven. Um, it went uh, yeah, in but, the uh, East. It was Cavs. It was not Cavs Pacers. It, it was um, damn. It was when he was on the Heat. It was um. I mean, he hasn't lost a first-round game since 2012. That was at the Knicks. Sick. Sick. Is that like the biggest thing you remember in your fandom? Like, no. wow, we beat LeBron in the first no, round. No, no, what I'm saying is, but, all right, cool. Well, what, <coughs> what I'm saying to Sam is that, like, he's wrong about that. Yeah, Wait, oh, the, the Rockets Blazers when Lillard hit the three to hit the three to uh, uh, win the series. Fine. Clippers Clippers beat Warriors oh, okay. in seven that year. Thunder beat. Oh, that was the year that Kevin Durant literally won the seven game series against the Grizzlies by himself. Okay, fine. Like, no, 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 no. I want you to be wrong, and I want to show you you're wrong. Pacers Pacers Hawks in seven. Wow. Raptor the Nets beat the Rap the Brooklyn Nets beat the Raptors in seven on, on the uh, Paul was that the Paul Pierce series? I think last year's first round might have been more exciting. No. Wait, okay, I mean, Dwayne Wade, versus purple, Dwayne Wade versus Purple Shirt guy was really cool. Paul George was trying to, like... The Paul George versus Toronto went to seven um, in the West. What was it? In the West. What year was this? Last year. Paul George, you said? Yeah. Paul uh, George versus... They, they went to seven with Toronto. I don't know. I guess I'm a little biased because the Heat series was very, very exciting last year. All, right, okay, all, right, like, all I'm saying is look, look at the storylines in this year. Okay, first of all, Isaiah Thomas' sister... Bulls winning two games in a row. I don't know. Okay, that's already. That's like I don't know. I don't think that's ever happened before. Uh, Eighteen games in the first two games. Like, no, it happened once. It happened once before. Who? Nineteen ninety three Suns. Okay, fine. And then uh, that team. That team made the, wait, the the Suns that year, where they went down two zero as a one seed and they went to the finals. How important also is the Utah versus Clippers series for both of those teams' future? Like literally, okay. If if Utah doesn't win, Hayward's out. If Clippers don't win, they probably blow it up. I mean, that, the, that series is like the Clippers. The Clippers. Implications. The thing is, the Clippers now have an excuse, like, oh, we were without Blake, and they're gonna bring everyone yeah, back. First of all, oh, wait, did I not say from the beginning that that like that if history is any, uh, you know, any 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 indication that like someone someone's gonna get injured on the Clippers, you guys, like, oh, it's the first year that they haven't had anyone injured. I was like, well, yeah, I mean, that's like probably someone's gonna get injured because they've uh, something has always happened. But like that's history is any indication. But like predict like me turning and saying like someone will get injured in this series in series team A versus team B is just like a pretty outrageous. Yeah, like, but there's something to be said for injury prone team. Like injury, you know what I mean? Also, okay, Bucks. That's that's like a fairly compelling series, also. No, it is. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. Just don't say it's the best first round ever. That's like a little yeah. much. All right, can we move on? Robbie, can we talk about can we talk about the article you wrote today for our very own website, Sports Question? We can. Uh, yeah, I just want to talk about. I actually really enjoyed it. The uh, the. Uh, I the didn't. Por- en- I didn't enjoy my jokes being taken out. It's it's cool. 
I would I would go against the brass here, but were they uh, well written? Was it well written? I, I, I thought it was, no, I thought it was I thought it was well written. I I I mean I agree with you. So so for those who didn't read it, uh, Robbie wrote about um about what the, the about Paul Paul George trades this summer. I, I came up with yeah, keep, I was, keep, keep, I, keep I was in the library yesterday on the ESPN trade machine coming up with some uh, Paul George trade scenarios and I came up with four pretty interesting ones uh, that I think would benefit both the Pacers and whichever team their partner is. My favorite one personally was the Pacers trade Paul George to Portland for and they get Alan Crabb and then Portland's three first round picks this year at 15, 20, and 26 in the first round, and then a 2019 first-round pick. So, so the Pacers have four first-round picks this yeah, year? Yes. If, if they did that, well, what do you do with McCollum? Because there's not enough ball between Willard, McCollum, and George. I, mean, I think you got to make that. You got to try to make that. The thing, I, the thing is, if you're ever in the West, you have to build your team to score as many points as possible. Yes, I agree. This Alan Crabb deal is like, yeah, it's painful. No, he's better. He's been better than you think, though. No, no, no. He's a solid player, but yeah. I mean, just looking at eighteen point five million a year. I mean, the Nets, the Nets, like that's tough. Okay, I would not. So and, and, and no, think about no, Look at that trade for a minute, Sam. The uh, the Portland one. What what, yeah, what, what, what do you do? Would you do it on both sides? Because I kind of agree with you, Rob. I I would. I kind of like that trade. Indiana, because Indiana, like they get four guys who fit the Miles Turner timeline. Who's I think he's 20, 21 years old. He he came out as a freshman from Texas, so yeah. that must be his relative age. They could draft four guys in the deepest draft in in recent memory. They get another pick in twenty nineteen. Who know? I mean that that's still a first rounder. That's an asset. Yeah. Crab's a decent young player. Granted, his contract sucks, but by the time that by the time you're ready to contend, that contract's going to be completely irrelevant. The, the, the question on that, I, mean, <coughs> I, I think you meant. I, I agree. I, I, I completely agree with that. I, and, I, I and like plus like plus like you give him a chance to see like maybe he was just being overshadowed by McCollum Lillard and maybe he becomes a star. Because you have all you have all, all the time right, to do right, that. All right, relax. No, no I mean, no, I understand that, but you have all the time to do that now that you yeah. have. I mean, trade I, I, I think I think uh, I think the Pacers would def- definitely do that trade. I think Portland. Is thinking like obviously Paul George is a huge marginal benefit, but I think they're thinking what you mentioned numerous times that like is that going to be enough to beat Golden State? If not, maybe I want to just keep one of these first round picks and hope I hit, hit gold. Like if, if you're going to get four first round picks, there's like a the decent thing is, shot that you get one player that approaches Paul George. So capped out. Yeah, they're, ca- they're capped out one. Right, right, and so and, and so they keep out they keep four rookie contracts. And two, like and two, like. Uh, George, George, Lillard, McCollum are on very similar timelines. They're very like George twenty six, McCollum's like I would say twenty four, twenty five. Yeah, so Lillard and McCollum both came out as seniors. Yeah, both came out as seniors. So, like I know McCollum was a junior, but they, they're like they're on the but, they're on the same timeline. Like that's but but don't you think that don't you think the whole point that they're capped out means that they need to be really stingy with their draft picks because those are the players they can afford. That's not a bad point. I agree with that, but to compute, I I think a team of Lillard McCollum. <laughs> George and that current supporting cast because they're not giving up the only supported player they're giving up is Crab so they're essentially swapping Crab for George and how many wins do you think that translates to? a lot I think think it's a a 50 win team yeah I think they'd be a top I think they'd be they'd be they'd be like so who are they better than? okay so they'd be fourth are they better? no right they're not better than Houston I don't. I, the they're thing not, is, they could be better. They could. You don't know that. You could. They could I be don't better. Know. They I could don't. be. And San Antonio's kind of in like, they're kind of in like a no man's land right now in that they're. Speaking of Paul George, their core. Other, he's grabbing. He's grabbing a cold Gatorade right now on TV. 
That I think this commercial is so funny because yeah. like his team, he like is so frustrated with this team around him. He yeah. Wants yeah. Okay. All right. Keep, what were you saying? Oh, what was I saying? Um. Oh yeah, yeah. So Portland, they're pretty much essentially swapping Crab for George, and Portland. How many wins they finished with? They were. Forty-two or something. All right, so they were they were a forty-win team. They made the playoffs, and last year they showed that they like with Lillard and McCollum, they they could be a forty-one forty-one. Oh, close. Close. Okay, so dude, Paul George gives them nine wins. Easy. Easy. I think. Yeah, so they get to fifty wins. Paul, like I agree with that. a lineup of Lillard, McCollum, George, Alfred Camino went healthy and like hopefully playing the way he did last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fun lineup. It's a really good lineup, and then you still have young depth. In like Myers Leonard, Myers Leonard's bad. I I like I, I like him as a player, but he was bad. Shabazz, this year. Shabazz can I, I almost think you give everyone who they hoped would be good this year was bad. Yeah. I, I think you could get away with giving two first round picks on the twenty two twenty seventeen picks on the twenty nineteen. It's three twenty. You're giving up three twenty seventeen picks. Well, I'm saying I'm saying I think you get away. I think if you're if you're Portland, you can give Alan Crabb two twenty seventeen picks and the twenty nineteen pick instead of three, instead of the three twenty seventeen picks and the twenty nineteen pick. They could, but I thought it was cool to like say, "Hey, you give up three. I don't know. I feel like giving up four first round picks is like tough to swallow. The thing is, the three are out. The three, three of them are you know right. out of the. Anyways, wait, should we just go to the next trade? <coughs> yeah, I mean, I, I thought this Bucks one was was interesting. That's the one that I really was in, like intrigued. By. I mean, yeah, I the Bucks and Portland one. Like, I put the Laker one in simply because I had to. Because yeah. Paul George going to Lakers is pretty much a given at this point. He's yeah. telling people that's where he wants to play, and I kind of hate that. I'm, I gotta hate that too. Like. Or Grow the fuck up. Um, I mean, I, mean, like, I kind of say that. I kind of I say I hate that, but like, if like the, anyone coming to New York at this point is coming for the same reason Paul George would go to yeah uh, LA. Yeah, but no one's going to New York right now. Yeah, sort of. Um, okay, so right, right, right. I so, think the Pacers. So the, so the uh, Milwaukee one, it's I think it's George. You want to read it? Yeah. So Pacers get Greg Monroe, Jabari Parker, um, Rashad Vaughn, and Malcolm Brogdon. And, and a first. At, uh, right, and a first round pick. And Milwaukee Bucks get Paul George and Al Jefferson. So, Milwaukee benefits, obviously. Jabari Parker is kind of the same age as Turner. Granted, he's coming off another torn ACL. So, that would. If, if I think Indiana would hesitate more accepting this than Milwaukee would. Uh, I actually. I disagree. I think Milwaukee would hesitate more because I think that. I, like, honestly, I don't really care about giving up Parker or Monroe. I care, I care about giving up Brogdon. Shut really, I, I swear. I mean, like, he's kind of like he's just a hard nosed defender. Giannis, Giannis, Giannis is going to like overshadow him at some point. I, I, no, Giannis. I, I, the, the evolution is Giannis. Giannis, Giannis is overshadowed. I mean, I, I think he's just a perfect role player. Brogdon, he is, but Giannis needs another star. Yes. And Jabari, Jabari's a great scorer, but he Jabari, Jabari be a great third scorer. Jabari's a great scorer, but George is just as good at that. He's a, a great third scorer. Yeah, score. and he's a good second team. He's a good. He's like a good two way player, and you you don't you don't nickel and dime about Malcolm Brogdon if you're going to get Paul George, and then you have a starting lineup of Snell, George Middleton, Thon Maker, and Giannis. Like that would be the scariest lineup. To yeah, go against no, no, no that'd be a good team. I think it'd be the second. I think it'd be the second best team in the East. So so I, so, I, we I, that, so who's so we're starting so we're starting Delvadoa? No, you start Giannis the one. Snell, Snell, Snell with Middleton, Giannis, George, and Thonmaker. Rebounding would be a, a big concern with that lineup. They're long, but they don't really have anyone that can bang down low with like some of the bigger centers in the league. 
They lo- losing Greg Monroe and Henson that trade is tough. No, they don't lose. No, Henson. They don't lose Henson. Oh, I mean, you, you Henson hasn't got any burn though. I mean, but he, no, he's, he's not going to be burned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could fill. The, the Al Jefferson and Greg Monroe are thrown in to like incentivize the Pacers. No, I, I like I like Henson because because the Pacers. Run, you can run Al Jefferson off your bench right now. You can no, you can't. You can't. No, you can't. For he the Bucks, it's like Gre- it's like Greg Monroe. He, no, he's so much slower on D. He's 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 lost it, dude. He he cashed out with it. He had a big postseason last year. Cashed out with Indiana, and he's done. I feel like he could have like a small like a small like, bench run. Oh no, not, no, I don't think so. But the the reason I threw Al and Greg Monroe in are. Because Greg Monroe's contract is one year less, so Indiana would be incentivized to take that on because Al Jefferson has a, two more years on it, and then they could trade Greg Monroe at the deadline to a contender. All right, I'm going on to the next trade with the Nuggets. This so, one, this one, I needed, I wanted a three teamer in there so bad. I, I, I just don't, don't think, think Indiana would. I don't think. So I don't think Indiana would do it. Either. Indiana receives Moutier, um, Juan Hernan Gomez, Malik Be- Beasley at a first. You should do one with Melo. The, the Nets get Wilson Chandler, and the Nuggets get Paul George and Andrew Nicholson. The, yeah, the Pacers, I just don't think would consider this trade. Yeah. Moutier became like, didn't even play the other year. He was so bad this year. The thing is, like, if you give him, if you give him a team, like, that, that's, a, that's handing the keys to Moutier pretty much on that Indiana team. But he was essentially handed the keys to, to, to Denver until, like, Jokic, Jokic showed up. Jokic showed, like... He needs to have the ball in his hands to be effective, Moutier. Yeah. Yes, but what I'm saying is that like he had his chance. I guess. But he, he played a, a year point. and a half with with. Like, you're tracking. You're you're trading. And he went downhill from. You're trading for three lottery three lottery picks, two of which barely played this year, and you don't should, really know who they should, are. Should so. we go to the Lakers trade? That that trade I think is kind of moot. Should we go to the Lakers trade? Yeah, sure. Yes. All right, so Lakers get Jordan Clarkson and Brandon Ingram. Oh, sorry, Pacers get Jordan Clarkson, Brandon Ingram, Lakers get Paul George. The one thing that annoys me is that trade is contingent upon the Lakers remaining in the top three because if it's, their pick happen. doesn't, absolutely happen. It, it will happen. But like I, or it's I mean it's more likely to happen than not. I, yeah. I think the Lakers. I don't think the Lakers giving up too that. much for that. Yeah, you think I, they are? I think Lakers giving up too much for that. I, I, I completely so. disagree. I mean, no, the thing, the thing, I shouldn't say I completely disagree. I slightly, I like. I see why. I, agree. I see, no. I see why you say that because Paul George is twenty six and the rest of their players now are like twenty twenty one. But the Lakers, they're a team that needs a star. I'm and sure like, the New York. They're, they're like they're like we want a star and we want it now and get it, that's a pretty easy path to getting a star. Like you don't know if Brandon Ingram's actually going to be a star. Uh, he he ended the season pretty damn well. He's also nineteen. Yeah. Yeah. I, like I, I'm personally. <laughs> I guess I guess I'm I think this I think this is this, this trade is tough to swallow because you're giving up a number two pick and then a number yeah two or three or whatever. Or and Jordan Clarkson is like is no joke. Although I would trade Jordan Jordan Clarkson. I think like, I love watching him play, but I, I don't know if he could be a an important player on a team that could. Clarkson. Yeah. I totally disagree. Like, he could be. I love watching him. He could play, be a great six man. Yeah, but I, I think he'd be great on the long I don't think he should start. I don't think he should be. He would be. A, I mean, does he, he, he like fluctuated bench starting for the Lakers? And I, I just don't think he's a starter. He yeah, he's like a perfect sparkle off the bench. Like he's, he brings some energy. He can shoot a little bit, ball handle, but that's pretty fair. All right, um, what else is going on in the playoffs? I mean, like the Warriors, the Jazz, Jazz, ISO Joe. Oh, can I talk about that? You can talk about that Jazz game last night, real quick. Yeah. All right, so I I watch I watch pretty much the whole thing. And I think Zach Lowe tweeted something that pretty much summarized this game. Dude, they got every if they didn't get a bucket like immediately, 
every single possession. They, I don't even think they played well last night. They, they the every, yeah, they every single on every Zach single possession. Like the exact opposite, dude. No, no, no. Listen, listen, to what I'm saying. Like they missed shots. They missed a lot of open threes. Yeah, but that they, doesn't mean they didn't play well. No, all right, sorry. They moved the ball. That, but what I meant, what I meant is that they didn't shoot well. Sorry. Okay. But like, they didn't shoot the ball well. But the, every, on every single possession, they moved the ball and they had an open three. Every single possession, yeah. it, was, it was crazy. It was crazy yeah. to watch. And like, and like, they're the, really good. They're legit. And and uh, the Clipper and the Clippers every single time, like Chris Paul is just working his ass off to like every single possession to get I, like a I fadeaway. Want, I want Chris Paul to win this series. So, so I, I'm, I'm I was rooting for the Clippers too. I I actually oh, I I I feel for the man. He how funny! I thought his post game press conference when he he absolutely roasted that. Yeah. That guy. It was so funny. Yeah. I I mean Gordon Gordon Hayward Gordon Hayward's really showing out. Um, like, I mean. Ingles, Ingles was matched up on uh, um, on Chris Paul the whole game, and like in the in the, in the final minutes, and he was dominating. All right, don't say he was dominating. Chris he, he was wasn't. Getting, Chris Paul was getting good looks. He missed a couple. He missed a couple, but like, dude, at the end of, at the end of that game, like Ingles was Ingles was literally like was making his life hard. Yeah, he was make, made, that that yeah yeah and, and he like made his life hard, but he wasn't dominating. Don't say that. I so, th- sorry, Ralphie. Jesus Christ, dominating's like, a strong like, word, man. Just just let just let me speak, man. Just let I'm me like, speak. Um, I think it works to the Jazz advantage. They they have no one that really just goes one on one, and because of that, they just like. They Does just it do? What do you mean? I saw Joe. I saw Joe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, they know Star Wars like a one. I saw Joe's practically a starter. Yeah, finish. They play thirty-two minutes a game, but I'm saying like, okay, <laughs> what? Dude, you're saying ridiculous things. What? Besides, I saw Joe. Who else goes one on one? And the, I, I everyone agree. else like, like no, they ran. They run some really, really cool sets to get Gordon Hayward right, to off like saying. double that's screens they, and they, stuff. They're not just isolating him at the top like of the George, key. Like they'll have the two. They'll have Hayward and a big at the elbow, and Hay- and George Hill will throw it to Hayward, and then George Hill will pretend he's running off a flare, but he'll, he'll run off it and then turn around, and then it's like a double pick and roll for. For Hayward, and it's like a really cool play, and it got him open so many. It got him open so many times, and it led to all the ball reversals that Michael was talking about. But we're we're pretty much done here. We're out of time. Celtics and Bulls currently tied twenty three twenty three with eleven fifteen left in the second. This is gonna be an interesting finish. But thank you for listening, and we'll see you uh, next week. We'll see, we'll see you next week. Famous uh, Blocks episode thirteen. See you next week. Bye bye. Who, they have no one else that goes one on one in the starting line. I mean, George Hill doesn't.